The Sky is Everywhere, which is a new film from Josephine Decker, who made uh, Madeline's Madeline and Shirley, which is a film about Shirley Jackson, for which you interviewed Elizabeth Moss. I don't remember whether that was for Kermode and Mayo's home entertainment service. Still not an iPlayer. Is it not? What 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 has to be done to get that onto iPlayer? I don't know. I think no. you have to write to the top top people. Anyway, this is based on a novel by Jandy Nelson, who wrote the screenplay, which I confess I haven't read the novel. Jandy Nelson is great. Okay, great. Have you read the book? Uh, I've read her. I've read other books that she has written, and I think she's very impressive. Okay, fine. So, the story revolves around teenager uh, Lenny, played by Grace Kaufman who was very close to her older sister, Bailey. They went everywhere together. They did everything together. There's a thing at the beginning when she says when they went out into the woods, she always walked ahead so that her younger sister knew which way to go. Bailey has died, we find this out at the very, very beginning, so this is not a plot spoiler, of the same cardiac arrhythmia that killed her mother and left the girls orphan. Now Lenny is in a state of befuddled adolescent grief, which is, of course, a kind of recurrent theme of YA fiction, young adult fiction, and I don't say that in any... Negative kind of, it is something which is often dealt with by uh, young adult literature. So she lives with her gran, uh, played by Cherry Jones, and her, by her stoner uncle Big, who's played by Jason Siegel. She's a clarinetist and she's on course for Juilliard, but as a result of what's happened to her in her personal life, she's become unable to play and has lost her seat uh, in the school orchestra as the first clarinetist to the, the, to the mean girl in the class. Complicating things further, she has unresolved feelings for two boys, one of whom was the boyfriend of her now-lost sister, who comes around because he too is grief-stricken. The other is Joe, who's a fellow student, who is so swoonful that when he's introduced, he's introduced playing a tune that the doors of the classroom burst open and the music sweeps out into the corridor and everyone falls in a, in a, in a faint because the film has a kind of magical realist or actually just kind of playing, you know, magical thing. We, we see hallucinogenic views of trees flying and indeed the sky being everywhere. Back on Earth, however, he is everywhere. Even though he seemed to be dating the mean girl, he is apparently smitten with Lenny. Here is a clip. You didn't even know her. No. And you have a brother. Uh, I do. And I, do, I don't understand why you're here. You don't? It's because I like you. Duh. That's one. And two, I'm obsessed with playing with you because I think... Mr. James thinks you're better than me, and that's driving me crazy. And, well, three, I think you're really pretty, and I'm incredibly shallow. I'm not the pretty one. You just say that because you never met... I'm saying that because it's true. So, like Decker's previous work, I mean, it, this is an odd film. It's not entirely successful in its oddness, but it is kind of adventurously strange. So there's a lot that's familiar, whether it's the, the adolescent love triangle, which is obviously something that, you know, you immediately think of things like Twilight, but that's a kind of, again, a recurrent uh, a fact, a recurrent element of, of young adult fiction for obvious reasons. Um, that theme of bereavement, which is something which occurs again and again, I, I would suggest that if from the perspective of a nearly 60-year-old man, one remembers that when one was a teenager, those things about bereavement and grief and you know would would fill everyone's thoughts because you're kind of at that point when you're living with all your nerves on the outside you haven't yet learnt how to internalize uh, everything the quirkiness of the adults with whom Lenny lives there's also Wuthering Heights Lenny's favorite book is Wuthering Heights and so there's a lot of referring back to the doomed lovers of Wuthering Heights even though the movie in the end 
sort of, you know, ultimately rejects that romantic fantasy. It does appreciate the idea that that is one of the kind of the primal romantic fantasy myths. You know, you fall in love with Wuthering Heights and it kind of, it kind of overwhelms you. There's a lot of the movie going off into strange, unexpected areas. There's a scene in which Lenny and Joe listen to Bach on headphones, and as they listen, the world turns into this strange, floral fantasia in which the ground moves and the flowers move. And as I said, it's not, it's not so much magical realism as just plain magic. And at times, just occasionally, I was reminded of the off-kilter tone of Everything is Illuminated, which is a very strange movie, but one which I rather liked. It doesn't, this doesn't have that edge. As I said before, it doesn't quite work either. There is a scene in which Lenny and her gran joyously tear up possessions in a kind of anarchic, laugh-filled moment of jubilation, and it didn't feel like that. What it felt like was watching two people acting an anarchic, laugh-filled moment of jubilation. There's a kind of touch of Tracy Beaker in the performances. Again, I say that with no disrespect, because I actually like Tracy Beaker mm. very much, but it's, it's, it's not entirely... I mean, again, this may be a thing because the film is not made for me. So it is worth saying I'm not the target audience. And it, I can imagine somebody who was becoming very involved with the characters and the situation, and its heart is definitely in the right place. I thought the flights of fantasy seemed more contrived than spontaneous or magical but it is adventurous. Um, it's on Apple TV from the 11th, which is today. And it's not a classic, but it's it's intriguingly odd in a sort of, OK, well, that doesn't quite work, but as I've always said, I'd rather see yes. somebody be adventurous than just play it safe. Well, we always uh, welcome your reviews anyway, so uh, if you are the target audience or if you know someone <laughs> who is the target audience, tell us about The Skies Everywhere because uh, I like Johnny Nelson's book, so uh, I'm intrigued to know what people uh, make of that.